Blog Talk Radio. Um, Brooklyn, New York. I'm in New York right now. 
Everything is good on your end? Yeah, everything's cool, man. Everything's good. I'm chilling. So you have a, uh, well, by the way, thank you for coming on to the show. Glad you can make it. Oh, yeah, thanks. Yeah, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. So you have a uh, YouTube show and a channel. Is that right? Yeah, I got a YouTube channel. I got a a website, um, you know, just different things to push myself out there. So on YouTube, you could uh, just Google Mr. Locario. I got a couple of YouTube pages on there. And then if you go online, you could just check out my website, which is MrLocario.com, also BadBoyMembership.com, and UndeniableGame.com. So all those websites have different, you know, stuff people could check out and, uh, you know, step their dating game up. So you are a life dating coach, rap artist, and actor. Is that right? Yeah, yeah, I do. I do it all, man. I do it all. You know, <laughs> I used to. Well, I, I, I used to rap back in the day. I don't rap anymore. Um, you know, I do my acting thing here and there, but mainly, you know, the most most of the stuff that I do is uh, it pertains to the the coaching and you know that type of stuff. So. And uh, so I guess as far as the YouTube channel. Uh, what are, are the basic things that you cover? Your content, kind of things that you post on that channel. What are the basic things that you cover? Um, basically, like you know, well, I have, I have uh, some different ones. So one of the channels that I got my main channel is advice for men. So I, you know, I talk to men about you know their mindsets, how to be confident, how to pick up women, how to talk to girls, you know, different things like that. Um, and then I have a channel for women where I, you know, give advice to women. And then, you know, I have another channel where I just put some, like, random stuff on there. And then um, on my website, you know, my main website, MrLocario.com, has advice for men and women. So, you know, basically just, like, it's really, like, mainly just dating advice and stuff like that. So those things right there, that's pretty much mainly the purpose of the show? Right, right. It's mainly just to give people advice to help them, you know, on their path of what they're trying to do with the relationships. You know what I mean? Because a lot of times... Um, you know, people, they they sort of think um, learning about relationships or understanding relationships is like, you know, quote, unquote, common sense. But a lot of times, if you're a man trying to get with a woman or a woman trying to get with a man, you know, there's certain things that you need to understand about the opposite sex that most people don't know. You know what I mean? So I try to bridge that gap. Really? And um, what's the result you um... – you might have already answered this, but what's the result you achieved with doing this, or um, what has what has been the result so far? Yeah, so basically, the result is a lot of people that um, that I that I help. Like, cause I get emails like basically every day from different people asking for advice, but also people letting me know like the stuff that I've told them, you know, to do help them out. So it's really, you know, the 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 result is like people really getting to the point where they're actually getting what they want and they're actually seeing, you know, progress in their dating life. So that's really like what it's really all about, just getting them from point A to point B so that they can really um see improvements and so that and they and that they can really get what they want. Do you receive negative or what you consider negative feedback like comments in the comment board, something like that? Yeah, of course. I, this, but the funny part is, usually the negative stuff that I get is from people who, um, they have an idea of how they see the world, and then they 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 listen to what I'm saying, 
and then they'll be like, oh, but that's wrong and that's not right. So, for example, I'll get like I'll get an email of the guys where they're they're like, oh, you know, Miss Locario, I don't understand what you're saying because you know it's all about looks and money, and if you don't have looks and money, you're not going to get women. So that's that's coming from their perspective because they think they're not good looking or you know they probably have no money, and so since they're not getting women, that's how they feel it is because that's the perception that they have, um, you know, with their life. You know what I'm saying? So, so the thing is I try to tell people is that, you know, you have to really understand what the game is, and those people who usually leave those comments or, or um, say those things, they don't really understand the game. So they're coming from it from an aspect of being sort of ignorant to what's really going on out there. You see what I'm saying? Now, uh, speaking about negativity, is it useful in some way, or has negativity differed your mindset in any ways in the methods or advice you offer? I mean, negativity is 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 negativity basically is necessary to the extent that you can't understand positivity without negativity. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's there's always going to be a balance. So, you know, but the thing is, you know, if a person's focusing on negativity right, and not using that as a springboard to do something positive or to get some a benefit out of what's going on, then it's kind of like you're not really doing anything with the negativity to get yourself in a position to get positive results. So, you know, I say if someone's being negative about it, like let's say if a guy's like, well, you know, I can't get girls because I'm, I'm not good looking or whatever, then you got to say, okay, what is it that I can do to actually get girls, and then by him learning what he needs to do to get girls, he'll, he'll end up realizing that his looks wasn't even the issue. You understand? So he he would have to have taken that negativity and said, okay, well, this is going on, and what can I do to better myself, which is the positive side, and by doing that, he'd realize certain things, and then he'll start to see more benefits. So, you know, it, it is what it is when it comes to, you know, people, um, you know, being negative about certain things, but if you're not using the negativity in a in a way to springboard to positivity, it doesn't, it's like, what's the point? You know what I'm saying? But it, but it, but it has it like any way, like, have you like have a different mindset maybe from negativity that you may have gotten through, you know, your coaching or whatever. Have you like changed, have you like augmented your methods or your advice throughout, you know, the year, throughout time or throughout the years you've been doing this at all or if everything is like yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I've, yeah, I've mm-hmm. changed certain things. I've changed certain things, but that that came across uh, basically because of um, you know new information that I learned and and finding better ways to do things. But it wasn't necessarily because of negative. You know what I'm saying? So it was because I because the thing is, like if I if I figure out or if I see um, a better way to do something, or if I see that there's a better way to to get a certain uh, result faster, or whatever it is like that, then I'll switch it up and I'll be like, hey, you know, it's easier to do it this way and make this happen. You know what I mean? Because the, the, the game is going to evolve as time evolves. You see what I mean? As time goes on, it's going to evolve. So, for example, you might have things like right now, like, you know, a lot of online dating apps that's popping up, which a lot of these things are new. So there's going to be um, some sort of new thing as far as involved in dating apps versus regular online dating from like, you know, five or six years ago. So that's going to evolve. So then you switch it up and you say, okay, well, this app, you know, can make it easier for you if you use this versus if you were doing that. But that's just switching it up over time based off of you seeing the benefit out of this new thing. It's not necessarily switching it up um, because of uh, something negative. You know what I'm saying? Because the thing is, 
I don't I don't really uh, focus too much on the negativity, or I don't see it as negative. You know what I'm saying? I see it as more so, you know, it's just something that's that is what it is at the time. You see what I mean? Okay, yeah, I got you. Now, I've actually found some, I think, past interviews that you've had with hosts that, you know, had some disagreements, and uh, mm-hmm. they couldn't really quite understand uh, what you were bringing to the table, you know. Um, right. Just in general, like, what do you think, you know, concerning the past that these hosts were not, like, really understanding, whether it's the fact that they were, their mindsets were old-fashioned or they, you know, they couldn't really see um, exactly what you were trying to get across to them. Well, I remember, I think I remember I did this one um, um, interview. This was, like, like years ago where they was interviewing me about my book, How to Have Sex with Two Women a Day. And so the, it was, like, these female hosts, and they were just, like, they really just couldn't understand it. So the thing is, the reason why most people uh, or some people won't really get it is because there's a there's a difference between what people say they want or what they, you know, uh, say they're into or whatever and what they actually respond to. So what's happening is is that since most people are not really in the game, they're not really out there, you know, uh, like talking to people, interacting, doing all this other stuff, they don't really know what works. What they think they've been told works, but what you've been told that works isn't necessarily what works, if you get what I'm saying. So, for example, if, you were, if you're a kid and you're grown up, uh, let's, say, let's say you grew up with your mom, and then you ask your mom about, you go to school, you like some girl, and your mom is like, oh, just be nice to her, buy her flowers, you know, be, be, you know, be a gentleman. And then you do all that stuff, and then you don't get her. You understand? <laughs> you're, like, you're, you're confused. You're like, what the hell is going on? You feel what I'm saying? Because that's not necessarily the reality of the situation. You see what I mean? So it's like you've got to understand the reality of the situation to really understand how things are going to work in, in the real world. You see what I mean? And that's kind of like what I try to bring to the game is the real world realistic thing. And so, you know, in those interviews, some of the people that's asking me the questions, you know, especially like the interview I'm talking about with the, the lady that was interviewing me about my book, since she's a woman, she's not going to understand uh, the perspective of a man trying to attract a woman because she's never been a man trying to attract women. So even though she's into guys or she likes guys, she doesn't even understand the subconscious things that make her want to get with a man. So she also is conditioned to think, oh, yeah, she'll be like, hey, I want a guy who's going to treat me nice, who's going to do this, who's going to do that. But usually you see women end up with the opposite of those type of guys. And that's because what they respond to is different than what they say they want. You see what I'm saying? So it's a whole different, you know, it's just too many different levels um, that's going on, that, and then, which is why most people don't get it, you know, on the surface. You see what I mean? Yeah. Folks, this is Jay Talks to the People Radio. I have my special guest, Mr. Lucario, life dating coach and an actor. And moving into the acting realm, you, I, I kind of like that film, or I do love that film, uh, it's, I believe it's, it's Your Fault You Are Single, is that the correct title of it? Yeah, yeah, It's Your Fault You're Single, yeah. Um, yeah, how did that project come about, you know, the writing story, how did you find the cast, how did that come about? Yeah, so with that 
film that's like based off of my book for women, which is called It's Your Fault, Your Single Tips on Finding Mr. Right. So like, I so the way I came out with that was actually when I was in school, I was taking I, I used to go to Hunter College, and I was taking a screenwriting course. And then so for the screenwriting course, I did that that movie that short film was my project. So I wrote it out, I you know put it together. And then once I was done out of school, I was like, yo, I want to actually make it into a, you know, a real film. You know what I mean? So I was like, let me, uh, you know, hold some auditions. I had put out some casting calls, had some auditions, um, you know, and then, the, the, you know, the right people came along, and then we just pretty much shot it ourselves, and then that was it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And we just put it out. And the who was pretty much like the experience the whole time with filming and Everything like that. I mean, it was it was cool. The thing was the the I I did a movie before that. I did a movie. Uh, my other short film, How to Have Sex with Two Women a Day. So that was like the first one that I did. And then the It's Your Fault, Your Single movie was the second one. And so the thing with that was the shooting and everything went well. We shot it, I think, in like two days. And then the only the only part the only part that I had a problem with was when I was shooting my other movie or when I was doing my other movie. I had camera people, so all I had to do was focus on directing it. And then with It's Your Fault, You're Single, the movie, I was basically doing everything as far as, like, me and my, my um, business partner, Miles Cunningham, we was doing we was doing all the shooting, we was doing all the editing, we was doing everything. So then that was, like, the difference. So it was, it was a little bit harder to to shoot and direct and do everything, you know, um, all on our own versus when we had a little bit more help with the last movie. You know what I'm saying? So. Right. Uh, now, do you believe a person has control over another person's interest in them, or it's really up to the other person that has the interest? No, it's it, at the end of the day, it's up to the other person to to have the interest in you. The part that you control, though, is that you have to be the type of person who is, you know, confident in themselves, the type of person who's the best that they can be. Because what happens is, is when that person sees you, they recognize something that they're going to like because of how you presented yourself. You understand? So, for example, if a guy, he's talking to a girl or whatever, and let's say if he's sort of insecure, if he's not really sure of himself, feel him, and she's probably not going to like him because him being insecure and unsure of himself isn't attractive. And the reason why it's not attractive is because, her seeing him being that way is a reflection of what she doesn't like in herself. Do you understand? So what, what, what happens is that when we see people, when we see confident people, when we see people who are winning, when we see people who are doing their thing or whatever, we gravitate to those people and, and want to be around those people because we see something in them that we like in us when we're getting, you know, in those situations. Do you understand? When we see a person who's insecure, when we see a person who's like, you know, uh, just like not feeling too good about themselves or whatever, you don't necessarily want to hang around them too much because they're showing you something that you don't want to see in yourself. This is the same reason why when people see, uh, sometimes you see a homeless person, you, you might feel bad to a certain extent that they're homeless, but also on another level you're feeling, you feel a certain way because you're thinking, damn, that could be me. You understand, like, that could actually be me on the streets. That would suck. So, so this is why I'm saying, like, if a person – um, uh, is into you. What happens is is that it's their it's their uh feeling of um you know they're they're attracted to you because they're attracted to what you represent 
which is something that they like within themselves. So it's not necessarily a, you're trying to get someone to like you. It's about you trying to be the you being the best that you can be, and then you're going to attract more people. You see what I'm saying? And I think that's the problem that most people have is that they're trying hard to get someone to like them. You can't really get anybody to like you. Anybody who likes you or is into you is really feeling you based off of what they like, and at that moment you are the representation of what they like because you're the reflection of what they like in themselves. You see what I'm saying? So that's what it's, that's what it's really yeah. about. Yeah, so as long as the other person has genuine interest, you know, one needs not to burden themselves about what they call being in the friend zone or how often they interact or if they may be doing something wrong. The two persons feel the same about one another. They don't mm-hmm. have too much to question there. Does that make sense? Right, right. If, if if two people like each other and they're feeling each other, you know, it's gonna it's gonna work out. If somebody's not feeling you, you know, you you're not gonna you don't necessarily um, need to try to make them feel to 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 feel you or whatever. You understand what I'm saying? A lot of times, it, you know, it's more so about you feeling good about yourself, and then you're gonna attract certain people. The problem is, is that we we um this is the thing. Instead of like, if a guy sees a girl, he's like. I want that girl, and if I don't get that girl, then, you know, it sucks. You understand? It's not necessarily about that girl. It's about you being the type of man who can get women in general, women, period, because sometimes you might not get that girl because that girl is not going to be into you for whatever reason it is. You feel what I'm saying? So by focusing too much on that one particular girl, then you're really, like, messing things up for yourself. You understand? And then that's going to make you feel like, oh, well, you know, I'm a loser, I suck, nobody likes me because you're putting all your eggs in that one basket. You're looking at her as a representation of, of women. You understand what I'm saying? Instead of understanding that, you know, she's just this one girl who, you know, isn't feeling you, and that's cool, that's okay. You understand what I'm saying? It is what it is. All right. Now, I am I'm under the understanding that it's best to limit communication in the early stages of dating granted that is correct uh why is that to limit um well the, well the thing is in the early stages of dating like it's not necessarily you have to limit communication but you have to your communication should be purposeful meaning that if you are like I always tell guys especially when you're talking to a girl you get her number you just need to contact her to set up a date and that's it. And then when you're on that date, that's when you, you know, have the two of you talking, you, you hang out, you have a good time, and then all you do is call her back again to set up another date. What a lot of guys do is they'll set up a date, you know, for later during the week, and then within the week they keep calling her, texting her, asking her how her date was, doing all of this extra, um, extra stuff. You see what I'm saying? And then that's the thing that makes a woman, you know, sort of like want to fall back and not really really see you because you're giving her way too much, um, uh, you know, attention. You see what I mean? It's like you have to have that anticipation factor, especially at the beginning of her anticipating to want to see you again. And she's not going to be anticipating to want to see you if you are calling her every day. It's almost like this. It's like why do we, you know, uh, celebrate Halloween or Thanksgiving or Christmas or whatever holiday is, the reason why it's so fun is because you're anticipating that holiday because it only comes once a year. If every day was Halloween, what would Halloween be as cool as it is? No, because you'd be like, whatever, like this is happening every day. 
But the fact that it's not, the fact that there's that, you know, space in between the time when it's Halloween now and then when it's Halloween next year, it gives you the anticipation of wanting to, you know, see, get to Halloween and actually have the fun of what Halloween is because you have this, you know, space in between the time. You know what I'm saying? So the same thing, you know, works for when you're dealing with women and you're first dating. You want to have that space for them to miss you, for them to anticipate seeing you again, and for them to anticipate having that, you know, interaction and stuff. You know what I mean? Right. Now, um, do you believe uh, cohabitation leads to higher potential for dissolution of romantic sexual relations? Say that again? Sorry, I can hear you cut off. Do you do you believe that cohabitation leads to higher potential for a dissolution of romantic or sexual relationships? Wait, are you saying you because you come to me with them big ass words? You so you say <laughs> <laughs> I'm like what? You so like if you live together, is it gonna make a, a better <laughs> a better uh basically, like situation? Basically, okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm like what? I'm like hold on, let me get my dictionary. No, it, 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 well, the thing is, um, you know, living together isn't going to necessarily make your relationship better. You know what I mean? It's it's one of those things where um, your relationship your relationship should be, um, you know, good no matter what what's going on as far as if you're living together, if you're not living together, if it's long distance, short distance, whatever it is, like that relationship between those two people um, you know, should be good. The thing is, is that all those other things outside of that, as far as like, okay, if you're living together, um, you know, all these other different things, it'll only be bad technically if the relationship that you're having with that person isn't good. This is why, you know, like when a person, when people get married, um, usually like if you have a person who gets married and then uh, the marriage doesn't work or the marriage is not that great, it's usually because the two people who got married, their relationship wasn't that great before they even got married. So they they get they, their relationship sucked before they were married. They got married because they felt, hey, we've been together for a couple years. And then they, while they're married, it, it still sucks. But the point is, is that their the whole relationship was terrible anyway. You understand? It didn't matter what was going on. They just kept having a terrible relationship. So if you have a good relationship, if you're – you know, living with the person or not, the relationship is going to be good because even if you come, even if things come up as far as you being in that situation, the fact that you guys have a good relationship, you know, let's say you know how to communicate, you'll know how to communicate when things arise when you are in the situation of living together. You understand? If you have a, a bad relationship, if your relationship sucks, when things arise when you live together, it's going to be an issue anyway because you and that person don't communicate well. So it's not necessarily what's technically going, like the, the situation that's going on, either if, you know, if you're living together, if you're married, whatever it is. Um, it's more so how are those two people relating to each other and do they have a good relationship between those, those you know, between them two, you understand? And that's what's going to really determine how everything is going to work, no matter if they're living together, if they're not, or whatever it is. You see what I mean? Yeah, well, unfortunately, I have – Quite a few more questions, and we're just about out of time. Are you willing to come back on to this program? Oh, yeah, 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 definitely, definitely. Let me know. It's good. <laughs> All right. Uh, just, again, tell the uh, folks where to find your content. 
So, yeah, definitely go to MrLocario.com. That's M-R-L-O-C-A-R-I-O.com. That's the main site. Uh, make sure you also go to Bad Boy Membership. That's where you can get 45 to 90-minute audio and video tutorials that I do every month. And also go to UndeniableGame.com where you can get my free audio program, Undeniable Game, which teaches you seven easy-to-follow tips on how to really attract beautiful women. So, yeah, you can get all those. All right. Thank you for coming on today, brother. It was fun. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. All right. Thank you, folks, for tuning in. (laughs) 